what we just did. Oh, check. I deleted test, it. Test, test, test. Test, test, testing. Testicles. Testicles. Tiny yeah. testicles right. tiddling tailors. Taint lovers. Taints. <laughs> I've got the one and only Drew Barbas next to me. Whoa. Whoa. Okay, he's he's all about... Can you see it on here? Yeah. See that? That oh. bar? Oh. Mine's always going up to red. Yeah, that's not good. That means you're peaking. <laughs> Shit. You want to keep it in green. Peaking? That sounds like a sexual thing. Uh, <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Alright, you can hear. Here, cheers. Then I won't talk louder. No, alright. No, as long as they don't... See, now you can't hear anything. Okay, well, you know what? This is a great introduction. I'm drinking a white Russian. You sound like we're married or something. <laughs> I know. Uh, what time is it? It is 8 p.m. on the dot on December 31st. It is the end of 2021. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. It has been a rough year. It's been a crazy year. Actually, I was just looking through my phone, crying looking at our beautiful sun and everything we went through this year and we've been on quite the roller coaster so there's really no direction to where this podcast is going tonight other than we're sitting here enjoying new year's at home we were maybe gonna well we were gonna meet up with friends but um a family member got the vid and so you know, just out of respect of not, we don't have it, thank goodness, um, but we didn't know. So, as I'm sure this is also going on in your guys' lives, and you're having to navigate this strange time that we are all in together, but regardless, we're ending 2021, and it feels like, for us, we've had quite a crazy year. We've had, well, I'll just speak on behalf of myself. An amazing pregnancy. Getting pregnant was in the beginning super scary. It was one of those things of like, oh my gosh, can I do this? What is happening to me? Everything's changing. And then July came and it was zero control. Just take your hands off the wheel and let everything unfold as it as it did. So if, you know, I recorded earlier podcast episodes on that, but anyways, we're moving into 2022, which always at this time of year feels like such a refresh, such a time to, you know, work on your intentions, your goals, set your vision for what you want this next year to look like. I happen to love, love, love this time of year. Um, I think it's really fun because I really enjoy personal development. So it's like, when the whole globe is all kind of doing personal development together, it's really exciting. And I think you can pick up on the energy that's in the air because people love talking about it. What is your intention? What are you wanting to do next year? Um, a lot of people set, what, wellness goals and things like that. All the possibilities. All the possibilities exist right now. You can do it. <laughs> At the end of this year going into next year. For 17 easy payments of nineteen ninety nine. Drew will, Drew will message you each I morning. This is <laughs> make sure that you are. What? What? what learning we, how to let's pretend that you're up. okay. Let's shift roles. Let's pretend that you're a coach. Yes. What? Would, what kind of coach would you be? Uh, definitely a football coach. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. You would? You've never told me this. No, I don't know. I just that was the first coach that came in. Oh. 
You wouldn't be like a motivation coach or... Um, I don't know. I mean, I think there's a level of being a coach in everyday life. No yeah. matter who and what you are. Okay. Because you got to coach yourself. I mean, you just got to get the fuck out of bed. That's the first step. Yep. So, like, if you did that, that's like, hey. You're winning. Yeah. You, you just coached yourself out of bed. That's big. <laughs> um, no, I, I don't know. I mean, if you own your own business or you work with others or you are a leader in a group or a team or something like that, I mean, just leadership in general is coaching. And coaching is leadership, I think. Mm-hmm. I think you would make an amazing coach. Oh, well, thank you. Well, you coach you me a lot. Coach. I mean, even if you aren't the leader leader, like if you're at a job and you're working in a group, you can still be a coach and help the other people out. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe like a new employee, a new team member, or a new group person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can kind of show them the ropes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that's, that goes a long way. It's helped me a lot in my career. Yeah. Of helping other people and then, you know. Yeah. Eventually it'll come back and help you. This is true. Karma. Yeah, it is karma. Mm-hmm. Okay, but the also... The love you take is equal to the love you make. Ooh. That's the... That's Beatles. Paul McCartney. Oh, okay. Hashtag. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, but like really, what kind of coach would you be? I don't know. I just... I don't know. Could you ever, could you ever, like... I mean, why do, can I just be a all-purpose coach? I I don't know. You're a multi-passions coach? I guess. You could just fit the role with anybody that needs your help? I guess. Okay. I don't know. I mean, everything is the same. It really is. It truly, like, when you say that, it... 100%. The way you do, like, literally, business is the same as music. Well, every business is kind of the same. It's just got its own little nuances. Yes. Right? Yeah. The basics are the same. Like, all right. 100%. Make some sort of, make something or Mm -hmm. provide a service, Mm -hmm. solve someone's problem, Mm -hmm. figure out exactly who that person is or ideal person is, Mm -hmm. uh, figure out your voice to connect with that ideal person and mm-hmm. client and how and let them know how you serve them and then um don't stop yeah exactly <laughs> like, you know what i mean yeah that's like the big bullet points it legit i think that i mean it's not even the most talented person Hell it's not no. about talent it's no. literally about like the person who doesn't fucking quit mm-hmm. yeah i mean because there's musicians yeah. out there that might not have the most incredible voice or even like stage presence or you know, that okay. vibe, yeah. but they're in, they're just in it for like the long haul. And all of a sudden right. they start building a community because they, the people in the crowd resonate with the vibe of right. like, who, what's the or, band that, that, oh my gosh, I'm trying, I'm drawing a blank. The band that the guy stands in the back and no one can see him. Oh, Tool. Tool. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. We I should mean, share that story. Awesome, but they are. But it's not about, it's ass. not about like the, it's not about like the main, the guy. Well, Whatever yeah. his name I is. I think it's like, their band is all about being like mysterious and weird and some dick jokes mixed in. 
But it's like psychedelic and, and like psychedelic alien yeah. and it it's literally like plays in the darkness. But it l- it doesn't even play to your mind. It plays to like the cells throughout your body and it's yeah, fucked up. It's very up. tribal feeling. But anyway, yeah, like there are, um, I mean, they're exceptionally talented, all of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, again, they're right place, right time, work their butts off, mm-hmm. don't stop, all those things, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever industry you work in, I think eventually you'll find out that, like, there really are only so many players in that. Yes. Like, real players in that world. Yep. So it's like... Per genre. Yeah, per genre. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is. Like, if Mm -hmm. you want to become an anesthesiologist, or if you want to, you know, make freaking tennis shoes, like, there are just certain key players in every industry isn't that interesting is doesn't that play in that numerology thing that you learned a while back about like the certain how everything has like a certain numerology or something like that you don't remember it's like like per product no it was like how you could arrange it's like a ratio or something like that oh well like like six degrees of separation but like (laughs) why is it only a certain amount of people qualify in like a genre you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's kind of like there's like top 40 like why is it top 40 I don't you know I don't what i mean like there's a certain golden number and i would say the same thing can be said for like the coaching industry too yeah. which is why having like sub niches which in the co- within the coaching industry is so powerful because you are within like the top 40 vibe of that sub niche right and essentially it's like you just gotta create a little cornerstone for yourself in whatever market that you create or want to go into and then build off of it. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't mean you can't go and do other things. It doesn't mean that you can't expand in the future, but you got to start somewhere yep. and go from there. You know, that's why I like thinking a lot more in like phase one, phase two, phase three kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> because. What phase are you in? <gasps> oh my. That's the ice machine. Oh. Sorry, everybody. The dog's in. Leo. I swear it sounded like the door. Alright, anyways, we're carrying on. Worst podcast ever. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, our last one was. When we were live and everything. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, that was impromptu. And it was during the middle of a tornado, so like, what the fuck? Yeah, middle of a tornado, and tonight is apparently... Leo, come here. Um, Negative, like, 52 wind chill or something. Maybe oh. you were listening to, what is it? New Year's Rockin' Eve with Ryan Seacrest. It used to be who? Who Dick. if? Dick Sorry. Clark, yeah. Um, maybe you're listening to that. You'll probably listen to this tomorrow Richard. if you listen to it. Richard. Me and I, when, when, when we talked back in the day, <laughs> it was, I would call him Richard. Oh my gosh. Um, but maybe you heard when they were talking about how cold Minnesota is. And it's we've got a fire going. Yeah. And beverages. I will go out in the snow right now, buck ass. No, you would not. I will. Do it. I will. I'm going to right and now. I'll do after the podcast. I'll do it. No video, no proof. <laughs> no pics, no proof. Okay, so, you know, anyway. tool. Um, so, you have to just pick a corner of whatever you're going to do. What do you say to the it. people that are like, so being afraid of what other people say or like judgment? Yeah. Like, everyone experiences it. Every single human being on this planet experiences fear of judgment, fear of abandonment from the tribe, 
fear of like what will mom say dad say uncle billy well, bobs yeah, I, you know what yes, i mean like fuck yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, such a mind so. game it's like you want to own yeah. it because it's fun to talk about owning it and making money and doing your thing yeah. and whatever but then the judgment comes up so what the do you thing say is, is like your parents are not your clients right and your sister or brother or young friends are not who you serve more than likely and they know you from a point a vantage point in your life that is not the same as maybe who you are professionally right the services you offer so like but why is the entrepreneurial path or the musician path you feel so um exposed yeah like totally exposed but also let's say you're in a nine to five job and people are like hey Susie how's it going and and just by society people are like oh I hate my job I'm looking for something else like well it's fine it's a job you know mm -hmm. but it's like as soon as you're an entrepreneur or a musician it's like you don't ever want to admit that there are hard times you don't want to be like oh, I'm having a really hard time because the person doesn't know how to relate you know what I'm saying yeah like Okay, big question that comes up in my community. Drew's just going to be a coach on this podcast, okay? Um, Should I do my mind tricks? Yeah, I brought you beer up here. Oh, okay. Um, Don't worry about me. Oh, okay. I'm fine. I'm not worried. I just thought maybe you were going downstairs to Don't grab worry one. Don't coach. I'm, I'm Guru Drew. All right, Guru. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Guru Drew. Okay, so big fear that comes up time and time again with private clients, programs, all the things, is like fear of judgment. So why is it that when you decide you're going to be an entrepreneur and create your own course or your own program or your own thing, because you see that there's this huge possibility for you to own your business, to help other people, to do good on the planet, yeah. but yet we get so caught up in our yeah. heads. Yeah, sure. So, and this happens with music industry too, but it's sure. like... Yeah. Why the hell? Why? Like, why? why do we? Why, why in our brains do we do this to ourselves? I know it is exactly such a why. horrible loop that we personally put ourselves through. Yes, I can tell you exactly okay. why. Okay, Guru Drew. Guru Drew. Here we go. <laughs> um, Drew, Guru, Guru, Guru. It's because from the time you're born, um, you're conditioned to not rock the boat necessarily, mm -hmm. right? Like, okay, baby, go to bed now. Mm -hmm. Do this thing here. There, da, boo, blah, 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 right? <laughs> but when you're an entrepreneur or even an artist or whatever, I mean, there are very s a lot of similarities between the two. Mm -hmm. You're trying to be something of somewhat of a disruptor in your industry mm -hmm. or at least just like within your own life. And anytime you do that, you're creating different pathways and you're creating different. Uh, you're meeting different people, you're creating different pathways, and with that, it's going to become this, like, natural nervousness from your, like, core group of people that you connect with on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. Because people need and want stability. They need and want repetition. They need and want to see the same barista at the same coffee shop that they go to every fucking day. Mm -hmm. um, because within the routine is comfort and safety mm -hmm. and, predictability. and predictability yes right so whenever you become whenever you start your own business 
or create your own art or do something, you're purposely taking a stand to change that, give like a little different ripple. Yeah. Uh, within your network of people and, and things. So there's always going to be that. Uh, but we feel that. Individuals feel that. And we know when people are kind of like looking in on us. Or at least we think we do. We're in our heads and stuff. But, mm -hmm. but um, I mean, a perfect example is the latest song that I released with my new project called Umber Maze. Uh, shout out to Collage, our, the producer and other artist guy I work with in that. Uh, my mom was like, <laughs> Ooh, honey. I don't think I'll be going to your shows. We your mentioned that on the, yeah. Oh, did we? I yeah, don't remember. Yeah, it's okay. Um, but and yeah. I'm like, well, good. That's, that's exactly. You're like, Mom, I don't well, want you rocking up the I was audience. so happy when she said that. Uh, and there was like some, did we tell the story to you? There's some, there's some like boom, boomer Yeah, guy the guy, that, the, oh, okay. the police officer was like, oh, I hate this. Yeah, what, the, what is this shit? It's like, good? <laughs> Perfect. I yes. was so fucking happy because it's like, you are exactly who I want to turn off. But you I are think, exactly who I do not. But you want have to a mindset to. that's like you can handle that because this isn't your first rodeo though either. Yeah. And also, I think when people come into a business like for like they see the potential in it, right? They see that they're gonna do good. And let's say, like spiritual entrepreneur, right? I get a lot of women in my group that are like, I'm a spiritual entrepreneur, but their whole family is like hyper religious, and they feel like they're going to be exiled from the family and like shunned away because they're talking about spiritual entrepreneurship, which literally just is, Hey, listen to your intuition, listen to your gut, listen yeah. to yourself in meditation. Yeah, sure. And they think it's like this big bypassing of God, which it isn't. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of that well, in, it's, it's, in the spiritual entrepreneur world and women that listen to this podcast too. Right. I think at some point you just have, like, you can't, dictate what other people are going to think and do and say and you have to as an adult like you just have to start to grow your own babushkas <laughs> babushkas like, you just gotta like <laughs> I don't know for, for that question specifically especially in like the hyper religious Christian like Christian background mm -hmm. which I have uh, yeah, I understand right. I completely understand yeah, you're Any of Greek you know Orthodox. about yeah, orthodoxy, it's like the original Christianity before there was broken up into all these different like factions of Catholicism and Lutherans and all da, 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 And all your this family stuff. loves to bring and that up too. And the Pope and all this mm -hmm. stuff. Like, the Orthodox don't believe in the Pope. They're like the original old school script of this is the... Right? Okay. Mm -hmm. And then it's just like told through Greek, the Greek language and like Greek stuff. Mm-hmm. It, you have to, I mean, the, one of the coolest things that we ever heard, especially when, this is when we, before we got married, mm -hmm. we um, went to some, like, marriage counseling classes just to, like, make sure we're compatible and all that No, we were required yeah, if we, were we required wanted to, do to that get to married the in the Orthodox yeah, Church. Yeah, there you go. So they were making us yes. uh, take a and test. and I was not Orthodox, so I think we had to do extra yeah, classes. right. So because of that, we had to do all this extra stuff, and, like, they had to make sure that, we were fully aware of what we were getting ourselves into, even though we dated for like <laughs> six years, years yeah. and all that stuff and, and whatever. Yeah. yeah. But, but the idea that like, it's all just like different parts of the elephant, same thing. So everyone's mm -hmm. describing different parts of the elephant. Mm 
Mm -hmm. Different parts of the same thing. Mm -hmm. So everyone's talking about like, oh, the trunk is the way. Well, no, the ears are the way. No, the tail is the way. It's all the same fucking thing, everybody. Mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. so I think that, like, I know you can't say that to your uber-religious mom, but... Right. But to some level, you have to have that kind of like in the back of your mind. But I feel like, yeah, and it's like a lot of people have that awareness, right? Where it's like, okay, I've, I'm figuring out my own way, just as all of our parents have, right? And maybe they... You know, maybe they didn't, I don't know. But also, it's staying true to the vision that you create when you're in meditation or you're journaling or you're listening to music and following that. Like, following it regardless. Because you're going to get haters no matter what, and it's kind of like a blessing of the journey to get haters. Well, that means you're doing something right. Yeah. But it's My like, it's kind of like a badge of it. honor. Yeah. yeah it's like say, you yeah. crave it in a sense. Like, yeah. not like I'm looking I out. Well, no, but it, well, I shouldn't you say it like that. You don't ever want anybody to not like you. Like, that's how, but that's the what feeling I mean, that you get, you. like the pit in your stomach. Yeah. Like when someone says that they hate a post that I post on social media yeah. or something happens in the business. Or they think it's about them. And yeah, it's, about it's them. totally not about them. Or they call me and they're like, was that about me? No, it's not about you at all. But the feeling, like, when you go through that visceral feeling of, like, the, your stomach's, like, sinking and you're like, oh, my gosh, like, your heart's racing and all of that. I think that's such a beautiful lesson because we don't have that every day, right? And as business owners, when you do go through that emotional feeling and you can correct yourself and bring it back up as to, like, okay, this happened, I feel this feeling, my body responded this way, and I brought it right back up to the top, I didn't let it affect me, I think you create so much resiliency for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Because along the way, you're going to continue to grow, and there's going to be more visibility, and there's going to be more people that are like, meh, I don't like this, because we live in duality, and you're going to have to be able to overcome, like, lightning fast. Yeah, I, I think you just got to dive into that idea. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, especially as a musician and like writing music, I'd say like the first ten years of doing it, I was thinking about like, oh, how can I make music that everybody will like? Yeah. And then because of that, no one liked it. <laughs> you no, know what I mean? you know, you did well. You no, no, you, you know played amazing saying, shows. Yeah, 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 yeah. But That's what, what I'm getting at is, and is the like, women that are listening are gonna be like, yes, I felt the same way like that in my business. Yeah. And, okay, but what I'm getting at is, like, I'm trying to please everybody, and mm -hmm. by pleasing everybody, I'm pleasing nobody. Nobody's listening. Right, because it wasn't specific enough. Like, I didn't find my core group first, and then branch out from that. Like, a good example is Tay-Tay. Taylor? Taylor Swift. Oh. <laughs> okay, I was like, I mean, what? Granted, whatever, yeah, okay, her parents were millionaires and helped her get a leg were up they in the really? industry. Were they really? I didn't blah. know that. Okay, we get it. But besides that. Outside of that, she created a hardcore fan base, country first, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And then eventually made that switch to like pop, and then you know every album now is this different like thing, mm -hmm. which gets her new cr her old crowd excited because it's a new thing, mm -hmm. and then gets new people interested mm -hmm. because it might tap into different markets. For example, her doing a song like uh, Justin Vernon, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like, 15, 20 years ago, Justin Vernon and her never would have done a song together. Right. But, by creating a hardcore base, and then building off of it, and then doing almost like these half old stuff, 
half new stuff where it like bridges these different mm -hmm. markets together, that's how you can expand and change and grow. Okay, so pause. Sorry, this am I going like no, way no, no, too far? No, this is really good because as you're explaining, no, this is totally fine. This is our podcast. Who cares? Um, we might be the only ones that well, listen to this if, in the well, future. I don't know I don't... if I'm going too far. No, no, no. The, actually, this is so perfect because as you're saying this, this is how it correlates in my mind to business. Because when you talk about music, I see it in my mind as business. Yeah, it is. This is where people look at someone who's successful, like the Tay-Tay of the business coaching world. T-Swift. You would look at and you would say, okay, that's what they're doing to have success. That's what I should do. And it's not true. No. It isn't because that path that Taylor Swift takes and she goes left and right and does all these different things, it's because she's literally following like the flow and the current of whatever she's desiring to do next. Because she's even said like record labels don't understand. People are just like, what the hell are you doing? Don't do this. You need to stay in this lane. You need right. to stay country. Let's do another country thing. Whatever. And she's like, no. And she's like, no. And so when people look at people successful people within you know, the spiritual entrepreneur or coaching industry or whatever industry you're looking at on social media and you're trying to emulate the path that someone else is on, thinking it's going to give you the same success, it doesn't. And that's the hard pill to swallow. It's like, wait, but that's how you get there? Right. No, it's actually your fucking way. And that's the hardest thing because then you have to sit back, self-analyze, self-correct, and stop playing covers and play originals type vibe, you know? Like, yeah. It, uh, do you ever see that South Park? No, I might be taking off the rails with the no, underwear totally gnomes. Did. No. <laughs> so there's a South Park episode where one of the kids, his name is Tweak, oh. and his parents own a coffee shop, and he's always drinking coffee. He's oh, always like, tweaking out shit, right? He's like, because he's like, no fucking cat, 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 He's like, ah, oh, oh, the gnomes, the underwear gnomes, they always come to see my neck, you know? Because <laughs> it gets lost in the dryer? No, well, oh. the, this, the premise is like these gnomes, they come and sneak into his bedroom at night. He sees them because he's all tweaked out on caffeine. Yeah. And, they're uh, like legit gnomes? Yeah, they're like these little dancing, singing gnomes, almost like Willy Wonka. Okay. And um, they, they always steal his underwear, <laughs> which is funny. It's funny. But like somehow in the episode, they talk about, like, what's your business plan on this? And they're like, step one. Sneak into the bedroom. Step two, steal the underwear. Step three, question mark. Step four, profit. So it's like the idea that you can just follow this this underwear gnome step mm -hmm. by step. And they don't even know. <laughs> but then like, I don't know, profit. That's exactly how it is in the real world too. Like Yeah, with like everything. You, you look at all these people and they're success and they're like, oh my God. Oh, successful baby overnight. woke up. It's successful overnight. Okay, we're back. We had to help Damien. He had him. The crazy thing with babies is they do this, like, their whole body goes, blah. Like, they just. Phantom screams. Yeah, it's like a phantom, like, blah, 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 like, wild thing that happens to them. Um, anyway. Also, so you're back to it. People think that it's just, like, an overnight success or whatever, mm -hmm. and it's not. You have this general roadmap of looking at these other underwear gnomes. <laughs> and you can try to emulate exactly what they do. But reality is, is you've got to take kind of the overarching ideas of what they've done and then implement it in your own way. And that literally just takes hard work, grit, determination, and doing it every day. And staying consistent. And staying like, consistent. literally just saying, no matter what, I'm 
fucking right. going that direction. Right. Right. And it's hard. Like, there yeah. are days where you, you just want to give up because you don't know. Yeah. Right. And you're, you know, crying yeah. in the shower and you're having a horrible, like, for me, crying to Drew and be like, Drew, oh my gosh. And he's like, yo, you're, you're going to make it through. Like, you're going to be okay. You know? Everyone needs a Drew. You know Everyone what's really funny is gnome. I yes, That's talking about needs. like underwear gnomes. I was on our last um, coaching call and literally said if you get a hater, she's from Wienerville, Wisconsin, so it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> I was like that hater is from fucking Wienerville. No, but this is the thing that I like. What? As you, I was trying to say before, that okay, okay. reminded me of a thought. Okay, let's I was, like, go. Let's saying like ten years ago when I was kind of like trying to do music more and trying to play everything for everybody because I wanted everybody to like me that is exactly the like now that is exactly what I do not want like yeah I, I've realized that that is the antithesis of what you want mm-hmm and in fact you want people to not like you uh, which sounds very counterintuitive because as I was saying before when you are brought up as a child you're taught like play nice mm-hmm. and be friendly be nice and be nice to each other and you Say should be you, you do want to be a good person right but when you're an adult 100%. No, 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 kidding. No. I'm kidding i'm kidding no. the thing is is that mindset bleeds over into the business world mm-hmm. at first mm-hmm. and you're like wait a second I, you know, everyone's supposed to like me, you know, we're supposed to be nice to each other and stuff, and that's not necessarily the reality. Mm-mm. Reality is, is people don't give a shit about you. They don't give a shit about what you do uh, at first. And really, it's like, why are you wasting my time? Why are you talking to me? Like, people are thinking about themselves. They're not right. thinking about you or how right. you feel or anything. Yeah. They're about, like, themselves. So once you find out that, like, the swings of it, the yin and yang, of it, mm-hmm. right? Like, if you got someone hating you very extremely or, comp- like, constantly posting on your social media negative things... You block them. Well, or you should really, instead of focusing on that, you should focus on the idea that that same energy swings the exact same opposite way. Mm-hmm. So as much energy as that person has in a negative way, there is someone out there that has the exact opposite energy... A million percent. ...in a positive way. Uh-huh. For you and for your business and for what you do. Yeah. So like. And those are the people you keep showing up for. Correct. Mm-hmm. And those are the people that you are trying to find every day. But I also wanted to say is that even in the beginning of wherever you're at, you find the people that are like a hell yes, that want to be yeah. in your world. Like you will. It's not to say everyone's going to hate you the second you decide to do your own venture or whatever. No, 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 no. I'm not no, going to I know. That's not <laughs> I know. Yeah. But like you will, I want to just say there are people the that I look back and I'm like, wow, I can't believe they they made a bet on me in a program that I was creating in the beginning phases or like in my time when I was with the rising she tribe and we built a community of women that were just super like-minded hosted retreats all across the U.S. I mean it's like you just have to get started because the hell yes people are out there they're absolutely out there you just have to keep showing up and they're gonna totally be gravitated towards you um so just know that but there's you know there's gonna be a couple little I don't know road bombs in the way or whatever too but those are the people too like what's exciting about it is is whenever you start and create something new whether it's a business or art or project or whatever 
Like, or you got your OGs. Like, yeah. those are your OGs. Mm-hmm. Those are the people that have been you from with you in the beginning. Right. They've seen your evolution from that point on, yeah. not necessarily, like, from elementary school or something. You know, that time you peed your pants and they know that. But more about, like... Yeah. More about, like... <laughs> or pooped your pants. How you've progressed and how you have... Um, become more and more professional in whatever you do yeah and those are the people that like ride or die yeah ride or die they are your like disciples mm-hmm. in, in your industry and what you do and, like your hardcore fan base and admire all the pitfalls that you've taken and kept coming back swinging like yeah that's it's love huge. it's pure love mm-hmm. it's pure like hey i recognize and see what you're doing and i think that's cool and that is like why i'm here so let's talk That's about what what's... Okay, I mean, she's saying like. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. You are. I, I, I don't even I notice am. it. <laughs> uh, I okay. Stop. No, you're fine. Don't even notice it. Here's the thing. There's, like, perfection does not exist on this podcast. Drew, Drew is such a music guy. He's like, shut up. We, we gotta, like, have a a process to this. And we need you a can't be button. clinking your glass on here. And it's like, no, we, we do not... This is 3, 2, 1, go, 80% and finish, like... That's cool. That it, that's how I, I do it. Button, no. You know what a sneeze button though. No. We only stop when Damien cries and we go help him. Do you know what a sneeze button is? Where you're like, hee. What? <laughs> <laughs> no. In radio, they have a sneeze button. It's oh, like so a you mute. can like, like quick, sneeze? Yeah, so if they're talking, they, they can click mute and I, sneeze real quick. Why does that go. even matter? Like, if someone sneezes, they're like, because they're trying to sell, like, toothpaste and stuff. Because it doesn't, people know. are so worried about perfection. Like, it just doesn't matter. doesn't mm. matter. I think it does to a level. Okay, if you're listening and, and I were to sneeze on, no, you're listening to another podcast. You're not going to listen to this podcast. You're listening to another pod, podcast and someone sneezes. Are yeah. you going to be like, that motherfucker did not, I, he didn't take the time to go back and edit that out. What mm. a fucking piece of no. shit. No, I will not say that. But I will be very <laughs> disturbed if I hear like a full frontal sneeze in my head. Like if it's the You know they're going to turn the their mic, head. They might. No, they're going to turn their head and it's not going to be a big deal. It is no effect on your day. Human saying. sneeze. I'm just I'm trying to be respectful for the listener so then they don't get a it's head not full of even. sneeze. See, Drew needs to work on his perfectionism over here. <laughs> Sorry, I needed a burp button real quick. What, how did that happen? All right. Okay, moving on. Let's talk about you. No, let's not talk Yeah, about here. Let's, talk, let's, let's no, talk let, about, no, no, you're really good at giving advice, but now what? let's talk about you. What What are you working oh. on, babe? You were literally... I was going to say, the man let's talk of, about no, the, beginning uh, of, No, beginning of the year, he has something... What? Yes, his Yay. birthday. Okay, talk about your birthday. How we always do something that has nothing related to your birthday. Every year, my birthday gets shafted because it's <laughs> it's right after Christmas, New Year's, and um, it's in the middle of winter. So being in Minnesota, there's like nothing you can do. No, we bought Plus a house it's indoors. Yeah, we bought. A, we, no, we moved we one year, and you had to move all the furniture in here. Uh, yeah, the first time we yeah, last year we so got I pregnant. Had, yeah. Uh, so there was one or year we for are, my we birthday, don't even know already pregnant. Moved, we moved in together for our first apart- apartment yeah. on my birthday. Yep. I had to convince all my brother-in-laws and brothers and stuff like that <laughs> to move us in. With pizza and beer. Yes. Um, of course, right? That was one year. Another year, we bought a house and we moved on the birthday as well. Which is, I mean, it's cool. Like, it's a, 
big cool stuff. We do shit. We do shit in Capricorn but season. Apparently, um, I don't know. What last year, I painted the studio walls to my, in my studio. Yeah. We have a studio, <laughs> music music studio <laughs> in the basement. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's just like a birthday in January. So. But, but we're but actually gonna cool have a fun too. one this year. Yeah, we've had I've had fun birthdays. Just Shout not when out we've to been married. when we did, um, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All downhill after yeah, getting married. No, no like, uh, you did a surprise birthday party at Summit Brewery. Yes, that was, that was so that was much fun. fun. You loved we that. Downtown and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was great. Back when we could go out and Yeah, we're being be very married. cautious, everybody in the world. And I was like, oh, I still go out to restaurants. So it's like. <laughs> no, we're just cautious we with have. Damien. Yeah. We would there, be back out in the real, real, real world, but not with him yet. Yeah, he's just gotta get. Not you that spend he's tiny, sixty-three he's days just... in the NICU and then actually make decisions after that. It's like um... yeah, during a pandemic. On top of that, like you're going down different halls and people are all of a sudden dressed up in like space astronaut suits because yeah. they don't want to get sick and whatever's going on. And the on doors in that room. are plastic shut, and yeah. you're like, um, when can we get our baby out of here? Exactly. And like, then you get out of it, and you're like, I don't want to go anywhere. Do not and... want to go there again at all. No, fuck again. no. Yeah. So So that's our lives. That's why we're being extra cautious, just because of that. <laughs> yeah, you spend almost 70 days in a ER... NICU. NICU area. The hardest place on the planet. Yeah. Well, not planet, but I mean, no, it's, it's definitely up there. Not fun. Um, okay, let's talk about you. You're not yeah. avoiding this. So, what are we talking about? Okay, so Drew has a really cool, um, what are we calling the The post, my, po, should I even say it? Postcards thing coming out? Oh, yeah, sure. So, Drew was followed around by, CB, what is it? PBS. PBS, a.k.a. TPT, for the local... Local people local, here in Minnesota. Yeah. Um, Which but is yeah. Public, public television. So, like, Channel 2, usually. Yeah. And this happened when I was still pregnant. June? Yeah, June Headed time. June. Yeah, probably. Um, or towards the end of June. Okay. And, yeah, they came here and did an interview with Drew and followed you around to park and different things and yeah. played music outside. and. So postcards, the premise is... is uh, I'm going to refill. Essentially you get, mm-hmm. like, these little stories. Yes, please. These little stories of just people throughout the state of Minnesota, and they do these little segments on them, talking about like their life and who they are and and what they stand for, what their plans are. And it's just kind of like this little snapshot or a postcard of that person's life at that time. Um, yeah, so we were filming this summer uh, for I think it was two days. If I remember correctly, two days, two or three days, and it was everything. You know, we we. We went to some of the different favorite spots that I like to frequent um, and just go and get inspired by. We, it was cool. They did an interview in, in the studio in, in our basement. And um, got some photos of Shauna and I and, like, video footage of Shauna and I. And um, Damien wasn't born yet, so Damien's there. He's just baking still. And, uh, yeah, I don't know exactly when that will be airing, but it should be, like, January and February of 2022 on PBS, or TPT, for the Minneapolis people. Here, try, but try make sure you check out 
um, our social media. I'll, I'll post about it, but it'll be really cool. Just kind of gives like a background of my family, uh, who they are, and who I am now. I guess is what it kind of comes down to. It's actually very emotional because my like I got all these um, old photos and like photo albums and things like that that I never saw before. There's like pictures of, of myself and of my like siblings and all stuff that I never saw before. And uh, I got pretty choked up there for a little bit. Thank you. Which is a good thing. Yeah, and it was cool. It's not like because it's bad. Not because I have a bad childhood or family or anything like that. It's, it's much more about just like impact of time. It, it just kills me. Every time I sort of think about it a little bit too much. You know, like you think of how old you are right now. Um, but your parents or your siblings have also aged that same amount and uh you know it's just time is contagious everybody's getting old mm -hmm. as damien rice would say so um there, there was that moment but it was really cool too because we got to go and to a park and i i played some music and they recorded me playing music which was fun and nerve-wracking I always enjoy playing. Do you actually music. get nervous though? I oh feel like yeah, you don't. it's way harder to perform or just to play music in front of like one or two people than it is five thousand, <laughs> which I know sounds very counterintuitive, um, because it's like when it's a sea of people, that's just it. It's like this big organism that you are controlling, you know, with your your energy and your your singing or your guitar playing that is got that's got to be such a fucking mind trip though like it is like okay so i'm sure people know by the time when if they're listening to this if they if you're care. still listening to this point <laughs> i know right they're like all over the they're like i gotta place. go masturbate or something happy new year everybody <laughs> They're like long gone by now we've been here for 41 minutes jesus okay so no, that is really a thing, though, because I find it so fascinating that you're you're the lead singer, and you also are, like, it's, like, not Oz, but it's, like, you have control of the energy of, like, all the people in yeah. there. Yeah. And, like, I've seen you in your evolution from beginning to where you are today. Yeah. And it's, like... Way different. So different. So yeah. different. And, like, Way there different. was one gig in specific that... Um, your band you guys had opened up for the spin doctors and yeah. it was back in your hometown and i think we already talked about this in the podcast but um like something changed in you it was like a visceral change like oh, you yeah. had completely embodied the next level you it was like sure. it was like timelines shifted moment collapsed like mm -hmm. fear like the guy who would get on stage that would feel resistance the grittiness, the nervousness. Yeah. yeah, I mean, even if it wasn't prevalent before that time, like, there was something in you that just went, like, it, he was gone. And, like, new Drew entered the room. And it was fucking phenomenal to watch. Like, I remember running around with my camera with the other camera crew people and being like, holy fucking shit, is everybody getting this? <laughs> like, it was just, like, a moment. Yeah, it was cool. Because you didn't... Nothing in you said that you were nervous, you weren't fearful. It was just like, it was like the stage presenter. Like, it was so, the performer, you were on the front of the stage. Like, you were bringing people in. 
There's people dancing everywhere. Like it was just, it was so cool to see. Yeah. And like and from there. Ever heard us before, probably. Oh yeah. And then afterwards, really. like people were coming up and they're like, "Can we get your autograph yeah, and all this yeah. stuff?" And it was like, that was no, it's super cool. And that was fun. And then you did gigs up here. And then you guys toured and you did festivals. And then yeah. it was just... And then the fucking pandemic happened and yeah, all these things. Yeah, we did like 30-some shows in 2019. I just, I just uh, posted a memory of, of that. I was like, 20, like, 2019 was the best year of my life or best year ever. <laughs> uh, 2020, you got some big shoes to fill. And, I, and I'm like, oof. Yeah. If only, if only, <laughs> only you, knew. you knew. Yeah, every show was canceled. Two years canceled, later, we're still like, pretty much in the same effing spot. Well, kind but, of, but um, not really. You've done yeah, a lot. Are, like, I think are. you've done a lot of the internal work, and yeah. and not by internal like you needed to. It's just like the um, like there's a whole new level back to play in. in. Sure. Yeah. I think going back to crowds though. Yeah. And especially for people who, I mean, we could do a whole episode on just like public speaking. See, I told you he's like a coach. Because that's a that's a thing. He's Drew's a really good public speaker. I enjoy it. It's fun. Yeah, that's where you don't get nervous at all. No, I. That's fucked up. I love that. I hate doing. Um, well, one, I hate doing emails, and I hate doing. I wish I could just have part of your charisma. I hate anything that isn't like, where I can see the person or. Like, you're in the room, or even phone calls are okay, but, like, just text drives me nuts. Because I take so much from the subtext and, sub, like, the non-verbals. Mm-hmm. Like, that this is, is why how he I know. always, like, we go out to L.A. and Drew meets with everyone for coffee. Our, so yeah. we're like, yeah, let's go to L.A., it's going to be fun. And then Drew literally is meeting like every day. human being face-to-face. Mm-hmm. And we're driving from one end of L.A. to the next because, yeah. yeah. So, you and I are the opposite. I find so much comfort behind a screen, and I need to get better at the in-person. Like, hey, let's meet for coffee and let's talk. And I think you don't like behind the screen. You're like, no. let me get in, in your face. Yeah, I mean, I like podcasts. Like, this is cool. I like talking. You should have your own podcast. I know, or come but I don't on here more. Well, see, you just need someone like, giving you prompts. Yeah, I need um, a focus of some sort. I just don't know. No, but, you uh, would be really I don't bad like at it. yeah, I don't like messages because it's there's just so much nonverbal that's lost and then I don't know what they are actually thinking. Which is strange, but I know. But it's funny. Everybody thinks it though. Yeah. Everybody thinks it. Okay. Just stop. Oh, baby moment. <laughs> and we're back. And we're back. <laughs> so the idea that there's so much loss when I'm not able to read body language. It's so important to me. Um, it's because you're a Capricorn with a Taurus rising and a Scorpio. Oh my God. Or you're you're a Taurus moon and a Scorpio rising. In retrograde. In, <laughs> yeah, no. No, I don't know. I don't know what that means. You were born in like a half moon. But like that's why the crowds are cool because you can you literally like. I look at you a crowd. just made a connection for me in my brain for you when you when you what? were like that's because crowds are cool is because you have to read the room. Yeah, I didn't know that about you until now. Like totally, anytime I go into because I always I'm think instantly... of you as like, no, I know you do this, but like you will the one on one thing that I thought was your superpower is actually I think your superpower on stage. Yeah, because you have to be it's... reading what people are yeah. doing. Right. 
Okay. And, and, yeah, it's and a, the so it's big, no, he stopped crying, so we're good. It's a big dance. I know, but they can hear him in the background, so we're good. No, 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 I'm talking about it's a big dance. Like, when you read a room mm-hmm. to work a stage or presentation or mm-hmm. talking or whatever, it's a dance. It's like this energy exchange, give and take. You read the room, mm-hmm. you know, whether you do it with one person or 5,000, 10,000 people. Mm-hmm. I see the 10,000 people as one big organism. Mm-hmm. Because they are. Yeah, and they are, and they're all connected to each other. Whether yeah. Like, any time, have you ever been to a music concert, like, a music festival or a concert, and you, like, the you whole feel crowd, it. like, sways together, yeah. and, like, there's this weird feeling, mm-hmm. even between the people you're next to. Dude, like, that Michigan festival, when, I mean, people were off their fucking minds for you guys. Yeah. Like, it was so cool. I mean, but I was in the, like, standing in the front row with those ladies, and it was just, like, you could feel the energy. Everyone wanted yeah. to be up there next to you guys. But, yeah, it is, like, they become, like, a blob. Like, everyone's, mm-hmm. like, this big blob together. And everyone releases, like, they put down their walls a little bit. Yeah, because you're right next to, to you're, like, boob to boob with people. Yeah, to connect with each other. Or in butt to setting, butt. Yeah, nuts to butts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, to connect with each other and then also connect with the band or the speaker mm-hmm. or the yoga teacher or the insert here focal point. This is why our future festival yeah. is going to be a full body, like, weekend. It's going to yeah, be cool. so fucking cool. It's be very cool. It is, like, life passion. Gosh, I can't wait for this pandemic shit to be over with so we can just get going on ideas and in-person things. Mm-hmm. It's so frustrating. It is. Okay, so these are the things you're working on in the new year. Nuts to butts. Butts to nuts. <laughs> nuts to butts. So what's happening with Umbra Maze? So, well, I was going to say, like, do you want to talk? We can talk about that. Yeah. Do you all, you're talk, a guest do you on the podcast. Do you also want to talk about, like, what do you do for the new year? Like, how do you prepare yourself for Oh, I already year? post on social media. I'm going to oh, show did. them how to do a... Um, tarot spread for the year all right <laughs> and what if you don't necessarily do spreads of tarot then you look up your your astrology oh, i don't know okay. i'm so all about doing off of the fun stuff yeah. well tarot's not astrology i yeah i didn't <laughs> do you want know what's Obviously. so funny is like literally this time last year i think it was even before this time i pulled a full year i did your full year too like i have done for the last three years no. And this last year, I was in this living room. I did it right here. Talk about infinite timelines, which is so funny because we talked about this today. Um, but I literally pulled the year for last year. And everything was, like, reversed and upside down from July to December. Or July to um, October last year. I remember I was like, oh, wow, things get really weird in July and August and September and October. And look at everything we went through this year. Yeah. We had a crazy fucking year. Well, sure. But it was all like... It also wasn't like that... Like, it was crazy. It's crazy looking back. Yeah, it is. Deal. Like, when, when, you, when we were in and dealing with all the things we were dealing with this year, you just kind of rolled the punches and you just kind of, like, lean on your partner and mm-hmm. your true selves just come out mm-hmm. in times like that mm-hmm. it's kind of like the person that you travel with like the person you are when you travel 
and like if that's stressful to you or not stressful to you and like how you guys react as a couple in that instance is like a little glimpse into how like crisis modes how you will that's really true you know yeah there's some people that like freak out over all the little things constantly without seeing that the big picture is like hey we're just on a trip or whatever yeah like you're supposed to this is the enjoyable part right yeah like we're supposed to be having fun here I think now, we handled it tying that it back well. to with, like, Damien, specifically for this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, every step of the way with Damien, uh, it, it always could have been worse. Right. And I think, like, thinking like that, it's like, well, okay, cool. He's got a breathing tube now. Well, mm-hmm. he can breathe. Like, we heard his lung. Like, we heard yeah. him scream. We heard and him cry. And cry and stuff yeah. like that right away. Yep. So, I mean, that, that's a good sign. That was a good thing. Yep, right. that was a big sigh of relief. Right. So, you know, like, there are... I mean, it's very cliche, but you can look at, like, glass half empty or half full or whatever. But, like, in those times, to be able to look at it half full and to appreciate, like, the little wins that you do have... And then, mm-hmm. oh, kind of like tying back to what we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. building off of that mm-hmm. to the next step, mm-hmm. um, like, that's how you get through anything that's hard. Yep. Because I think looking back now is harder than actually oh. when we were in it. Hell yeah. Because, like, I cried today looking at photos of him just, whew. like, I how did, did, we, how did we go through that? Yeah, a bunch of pics popped up on my phone, oh. I'm like, Jesus. I mean, it was a lot. Yeah. A two-pound, ten-ounce baby. Right. Tiny. Yeah. But I, I just think it all happened for whatever reason. I think he just wanted to be here early. I honestly think that is it. He just wanted to be here early. I think he, like, he's like, let's is go. so hungry for the world. That, like... he's, he's so happy. He's, like, such yeah. a happy baby. Yeah. Like, it's... You guys, it's ridiculous. Like, we've been blessed with, like, the cutest baby in the world. I know you all think this about your children, Everybody too. Everybody thinks that about their children. But our child really is. But so he I'm really sorry is. that, like, I know you love your child. Cool. But, like, but he, ours like, is really funny. He's cute. so he's smiley constantly. Like, he has moments where he cries and whatever, what baby does, and it's his way of communicating. But, like, he's legit a happy camper. And, yeah. you know, I think the hardest part of the NICU was... It, I think it was, like, the the turnover of the people that were next to us that always hit me really hard is, like, we would have a family that was in there for a week or a couple days. Like, we had five neighbors over the course of 63 days, and they'd be like, yay, celebration. We could hear everything that was going on in their room. Like, you guys are going home. It's so great to go home. And we're just like, oh, my gosh, we're coming back here for another month plus. We don't even know the light at the end of the tunnel, you know, but it was just, you know, he, I mean, even when he came home, he was tiny. Yeah. Like tiny, tiny. And anyways, we made it through. It's been a year and I feel like we have lived 10 lifetimes in this year. Truly. I think we've been through so much and even in the hardest time, you still got to do some cool shit. You know what yeah, I mean? We and both we did. did. Yeah. yeah, this year was incredible for, like, that's the fucked up thing is, like, I had the best year ever in my business. Drew had, you had amazing, you, I mean, you put, the LTD gig was so much fun. The yeah, outdoor festival. Yeah, cool shows, um, back end stuff I've started working with. You got signed on multiple different things yeah, with your music. Yeah, signed a bunch of agents, um, for sync licensing and for, uh, 
live performances and things like that, which is a big goal. That was a big thing, big goal to hit, uh, to start to actually have enough momentum in whatever you're doing to naturally have people start filling in on your team mm -hmm. to take off some of those tasks and mm -hmm. things. <clears throat> it's, it's, that's, yeah, it feels good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's good. It's so great to have really people good. on your team that yeah. want to do those tasks that you don't necessarily want to do. Well, not only that, it's just like they believe in you mm -hmm. and you believe in them and yep. it's just like, it's a natural fit. Dude, shout out to Stacy. That's exactly how I feel about her. Yeah. Yep. Like uh, wing yeah. woman extraordinaire. Uh, yeah. Love amazing. her. She is amazing. I don't know if she'll listen to this, <laughs> to this podcast but, this far, but we love you, Stacy. Well, just working with people. Yeah. And, that, and the premise. And leaning on their natural talents and mm -hmm. how you can find people to compliment what you do and they do. That's that's it. But that only gets there once you build something and like put the work into doing something and, and just not yeah stop people it. need to see like you've gone through the ups and the downs and yeah and you kept going no matter what it was 10 plus years of me doing it mm -hmm. sending like for i don't know if people understand like the music industry is kind of weird right mm, explain uh so what I'm talking about is like a booking agent. Just having a booking agent is such a big win because... It's like having an assistant in the... Well, I don't even see it. It's not an assistant. It's more like it's a team member. Yeah, but in my role, but, it'd be like an assistant. Um, sure. Whatever. I don't know. But <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Like, title does not matter. The idea, though, is, is like for live performances, everything is a year to six months ahead of the actual date. Right? So, like... Right now, from October, October to February, you're booking for the summer and spring and fall. So it's like everything's opposite. So six months or whatever apart. Um, and to do that, like it's a lot of scheduling. It's a lot of like coordinating. You have like for a band, you have five or however many members of the band. Everybody has different schedules. Everybody has different families like it's coordinating all that while also coordinating with the venue and make sure you get a time and date down negotiating mm -hmm. prices like ticket sales ticket sales not ticket sales like hotel rooms are comped or not do you get food or not da, 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 da. all right all this back and forth like all this back end stuff that has nothing to do with the actual creation of the music um which you hate the back end shit well i mean i <laughs> I've learned to do it because I've had to. Like every band or every project I've ever been. Because that's the entrepreneur. Someone like, has to do someone, it. Yeah, you're doing yeah. it. Someone has to. You have to do the business end because at the end of the day, like a venue or a buyer, a talent buyer, they are business people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and their business is entertainment. Their business is music. Mm -hmm. So it's like if you don't know that, you're that's done. well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're done. If you don't understand what the rules are or just, like, the etiquette and all this stuff, you're done. Anyways, to not have to do all that back and forth and do all those emails. I mean, you're talking about, like, hundreds of emails um, and outreach and connections and networks that you have to create over time. To have someone else 
that you're working on that with is great. It frees up a lot of time to be able to focus back into your talents and into what you actually enjoy doing the, the meat and potatoes of what you do totally right? and that in our world like the entrepreneurial world is like having someone be in the dms for you yeah managing all of that so mm-hmm. that you can be the marketer the advertiser the one who's like or creating the social media content or coaching. coaching yeah like i mean that's why i like yeah. stacy so Stacy's my right hand woman extraordinaire and you know she's the one who makes it go yeah she yep. she's the one who manages like when, when you're in my DMs, it's Stacy. Like, it's literally, hey, Sometimes. I, yeah, Sometimes. I have, yeah, for, for the most part, it's her. But it's like, hey, I'm interested in blah, blah, blah. Like, she's going to send you over the link or, you know, booking a something on my calendar. Like, that majority of the times that goes through Stacy. So, I mean, that's, that's the exciting part about business, though, is, like, you get to create those collaborations with whatever version of right-hand woman extraordinaire, right-hand man, you know, that you want to have to go the distance with you. And, like, everything, like, I was sitting back the other day journaling and listening to my morning manifesto and just getting in the vibe of what I want this next year to be, and I really feel like this next year is going to be a half a million dollar year in the business and, um... It's just, it's really exciting. Like, I don't feel any hesitation towards it. It's just like, yeah, half a million dollar a year. It's coming, you know? Um, but it's because you keep, what? Why not? And it's like, because you keep going and because you keep, you just keep your eye on the, not so necessarily like the prize, but like the way you want to feel. You keep your eye on the feeling and the vibration of, to which you want to feel when you're arriving there, you know? Like, for me, a half a million dollars, I want it to feel like it just happened overnight. Like, there wasn't stress. There wasn't um, hardship over it. There wasn't any resistance to it. It was just, like, I had a lot of fucking fun in 2020. Um, I created programs and offers and things that lit my soul up, and that's just what I did. And people came in, because I've been in this for a long time as an entrepreneur, and why the fuck not, right? It's kind of like that energy of if you think about winning the lottery, someone is going to win the lottery, right? Like every day someone is going to win a scratch off. Someone is going to win a Powerball. Someone is going to win their local state lottery. Like there's money floating all around at any given time and someone's going to win and why not you? Yeah. And so that's the mindset that I've just had for 2022 is like, that's why I win We've shit. never had a half million dollar year. <laughs> that's, why I, that's why I win shit all the time. Yeah, you do. But it's like, I know how to make six figures, and I just need to do it five times. That's it. And it doesn't have to be the same way that I've done it before. It gets to be like what you were saying before, Drew, about the Taylor Swift approach of like, she does this, and then she does that, and then she does this, and then yeah. she does that. That's the success path. It's not about emulating what someone else does. It's literally about listening to yourself and saying, what do I feel like doing next? All right, I'm going to do that. What do I feel like doing next? All right, I'm going to do that. And if you can listen to your internal guidance system, the, the desire the or read the room, yeah, yeah will absolutely happen. Right. It can't, it's inevitable. Like it can't not happen is the thing. Right. Or at least some version of it. Yeah. Or it's this or something better. The flip side to that, I will say is you also have to enjoy what you do. Mm-hmm. Like, there are songs that I might write or make 
that might not become number one hits or something like that. Or like maybe some maybe it won't be as successful as I think they would be or something. Um, but look but at Tre- really but look at Trevor it. Hall. Everyone I really like, love making it. This but I don't care. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> but like Trevor Hall, all the stuff yeah. that he created, it didn't take off until like five years later. Right. After the album was out. Five years. Mm-hmm. Like think of what you're doing right now with the album you're releasing. Yeah. And look the if albums. it took Yeah, look yes. if it took five years mm-hmm. to be successful. Right, so, like, what if you quit after two? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, holy shit. Three. Like, what if you did it for three years, and you're like, eh, all right. Or what about I five tried. years in the future? Three like, years. I did this for three years. Well, the fifth year. Yeah. You just became a... Everyone loved it. Yeah. You're, because and then the band broke up. Yeah, because, you know what? It is about... God, we just... We're all over the fucking place. Sorry, no, who cares? But, like... If no one listens, it's no, just us, care, that's this, fine. This, this is why it's really funny, because it's, <laughs> it's, it's so many different things that kind of mesh into each other and, like, mm-hmm. melt into each other. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, okay, got to work on it all the time. Like, big picture about it, like, the compound effect of what you do daily. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole, like, people overestimate what they can do in a day and underestimate what they can complete and accomplish in a year mm-hmm. kind of thing. But it's also timing and lighting as Steve Rennie would say. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you can create something now, mm-hmm. and it honestly might be ahead of its time. Yes. Or, like, just your market is not ready for it quite yet. This is so fucked up, because I literally just recorded Module 4, and I talk about that in Module oh, yeah. 4. But that's the importance of continuing what you do. Yes. And that's the importance of, um, if anybody ever rich, uh, read... Um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. No, not Rich Dad, Poor Dad. It's the N- Napoleon Hill, Think oh, and Grow Rich. Yeah, and they that's talk so about good. the story of... For men. Uh, Why well, is not for men? It's for everybody. It's well, he kind everybody. of has this mask, the man's it's from, like, the way... Early 1900s. No, I know. I know. It's but very, it's, it's like, eh, hey, But that's business. like, okay, so it's like, man. literally like... Oh, so here's what I talked keys. about in Module 4, is literally like, you make a social media post that can exist in like, the social media sands of time. Mm-hmm. And it can literally be a portal... Like, if you think about it, or like an elevator, however you want to visualize it in your mind, someone can run across a post that you made, let's say today, and then all of a sudden, five years in the future, they can see the post that you've made today, yes. and then it's a portal yes. to where you are today. But if you gave up five you know years in the is, future... Too? Do you know why that is? Why? It's because planet Earth, <laughs> this plane of existence, mm-hmm. rewards creation. Every, this world? This world rewards creation. Okay, so, like, so what are the other worlds? <laughs> I don't know, but I know I live in this world. No, I know. And I'm I know kidding. that anytime you create something, it has the ability to live on longer than if you. If it's authentically yours. Whatever. I mean, just creating stuff. No, no, but I mean, like, if you, let's say, okay, I'm always well, I, thinking about, like, entrepreneur, right? If someone's like, I read Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich, and they just take a line. Which is from the 1900s, early but what, 1900s. But if they take a quote from what he said and they yes. post it on their social media sure. without any, like, cred to him. Well, yeah, of course. Then, then. Of course. That doesn't, that doesn't last. No, no, because other people have read that too. But it's the idea that you're inspired it's from a, it to do something. Okay. You can take that inspiration to go and create a post of your own, or take your own photos, or create your own course, right. or start your own widget, product, song, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the idea is, is like, 
earth. Mm-hmm. Dense. It, it's like, if you... Everything about on earth is about creation. Yes. <laughs> it is. It's about sex and creation, right? Yeah. So it's like, create, create, create. That should be a t-shirt. Sex and creation. Like, that is what is rewarded on this planet. Mm-hmm. So... There Have are songs. Sex and make there stuff. are songs for sync licensing that people are in the music industry. Sync licensing is like the music that gets placed in movies and TVs and ads and stuff. The music you hear on Netflix. Yeah, and all that kind of stuff, like the background music to shows and things. So literally, when you're watching Selling Sunset, all that in the background is sync. Yes, yeah, so that's called sync licensing. That's sync music. Now there are individual artists that make that music and make libraries of songs and songs and songs. Today not knowing if it will ever get used but like legit someone might say 10 years down the road or a year from the road down the road from now when you created it be like oh i need a song that sounds like xyz that mm-hmm. has this um topic about home like i love to be home or i want to go home or it's time to go home or the road to home or whatever the song is about uh that sounds like taylor swift or whoever mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, boom, you got like 20 grand check <laughs> because you got that place because you made a song 10 years ago or five years ago or a year ago with this kind of subject and thought process in mind. So it's like, it's not just a song. It's an asset. It's it's a playing card. It's like a, a, tic- a ticket to win mm-hmm. in that lottery that you were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Same with your post. Same with your course. Same with any idea that you come up with. That even if you jot it down on your notepad or whatever and you have it and you save it for later, maybe you can't do it right now because you want to finish your thought or finish your program that you're dealing with right now, uh, you can come back to it later. And, like, it's a playing card. Mm-hmm. And it'll be there forever. That's mm-hmm. the beauty of the Internet. It's the beauty of blockchain. It's the beauty of digital data, courses. digital world. Mm-hmm. Is it not As long as people are still using data... Uh, it can survive and live on forever. And mm-hmm. it can make your kids, 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 kids. Profits. Mm-hmm. That's what we're going to do with Bohemian Blonde this year. Yeah, and, and music <laughs> and, you know, mm-hmm. property, real estate, whatever. Like, all yeah. these things. Just play the game. Play the Earth game. It is game. a huge game. It's just a huge game. Yeah. So. <clears throat> and the thing is, when the idea comes in, it's yours. It's fucking yours. Like, don't think about it too much. If it's there, you get the idea, you're pooping on the toilet, the idea comes in, you're in the shower, like, it's your fucking idea. It happens in the middle of the night. That's where I do my best work, by the way. Naked in the shower. Yes. Or pooping. Well, usually it's the shower. We don't like to envision you pooping. Well, I mean, everybody (laughs) We like to think of you as the lead musician that's just naked in the shower. I'm kidding. How do you know I'm not pooping naked in the shower? Ew. (laughs) (laughs) No, this... Who poops in the shower? I mean, that's, like, ridiculous. You pee in the shower. I mean, some people pee in the shower. Yeah, I, I mean, guilty. Do. I think, you know, it's the right temperature, all that. It's convenient. <laughs> You're saving water but not flushing. <laughs> There's been many, a, many a moments where Drew has flown his naked ass through the living... He's been in the shower, ran through the living room. Yeah. Just dripping water everywhere, and he's like, I got a song, I gotta write it down. <laughs> You but know, that is your... You know what they say, right? What? That if you don't have a naked neighbor, that means you are the naked neighbor. Oh, we're definitely the naked neighbors. Yeah. There's so much nakedness in this house. There's a lot of nakedness. 
We'll have to chill that out once Amy gets a little older. I know. Like, we're going to have no naked but, uh, <laughs> Adam and Eve happening in this you house. Know, if you don't have that neighbor that's like, God damn, See some skin. The naked neighbor. Like there's a flash of Actually, skin Florida man, on. Florida man could be naked neighbor, but we can't really Florida see man. in his windows. Down over there. Oh, he for sure. That's is Florida naked man. Guy too. Yeah, Florida man is definitely naked dude. <laughs> his windows are it's wide like, open. Uh, yeah, have you ever seen um, Friends? They have that one naked neighbor, right? Now they can see like from their from their balcony, they can, they can see, see down into naked see, I guys. I don't know. I never watched Friends. Is it a guy or a girl? It's a guy. Okay. Naked guy. I don't know what his name is. I don't know what his name is, but um, yeah, he's always naked and mm. he's in his apartment. They can always see down to him. Mm. Interesting. Anyway, uh, if 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 you don't have a naked neighbor, that means you are the naked neighbor. <laughs> by the way, newsflash: if you didn't realize that, that's our house. I'm okay with it. Uh, by the way, if you're coming to... and checking on that shit, if you come and look at us, though, I will cut you he's got booby he's got booby traps all around this house like yeah. don't fuck with a capricorn man yeah, even if i'm <laughs> naked i'll pull a razor blade out of my butt <laughs> no this house is on lock and key mm. anyway um so we have happy new year happy new I year i don't know what else to say i guess or where we're going with this conversation i don't know we just came on it's good here i like talking no it's yours really good, good on the spot <laughs> really good on the spot this is why we gotta just like. I think you would be amazing at having a podcast, but you would yeah. never get it fucking started because you're in your mind about <laughs> wanting it to be perfect and clinking glasses and burping. Well, I know about audio. Like that's I know, like, oh, but you gotta oh, let it go. Be free, babe. Sure. Be free. Let it go. Yes. So, where can we listen to all this stuff that you're working on? You can go to all of the social media sites, all the streaming sites. You can listen. To Umbra Maze, U M B R A M A Z E, for your electronic rock. Mm-hmm. And then for your funk rock, upbeat, you want to dance your booty off, drink all night long, check out The Morning Kings. Everywhere. Like everywhere you go, that's where we are. <laughs> Everywhere you go on the interwebs, All the right. Morning Kings, you can find music. Our so music. we want to know when the new music is coming out for the Morning Kings. Morning Kings has new music coming out at the end of January. Awesome. Yeah. Our, our lead single is called Fantasy. It's so good. It's a fun song. I can't wait for you guys to listen to it. It's about banging at the end of the world. We should have played it tonight. Don't Look Up. <laughs> it's like the movie Don't Look Up, but... Uh, mm. You know, you're trying to decide what you're going to do with those last few moments. Mm-hmm. Are you going to pray? Are you going to be heathen? Are you going to, what are you, you going to do? Sex. Sex it up? Yes. I don't know. What would you do? What would you do if it was the end of the world and there was a comet going to hit? Right? Um, yeah, what would you do? Because you're going you're gonna to die in the moment, so it's like, how do you want to go out? I like to think... That I would be all like, hey, love, bang. But honestly, I probably would be like trying to squirrel away like supplies or something. Be like, all right, we gotta find our bunker. Have but a, the bunker's gonna get blown anyways. Uh, it might. You might be the one that survives, and then all of a sudden. It's but like then, what's down the point you. if it's like just you? Because I'm not going in the bunker. Uh, well, or I mean, there's two ways. <laughs> 
I might just say, like, hey, let's, I might just say, let's go out and check it out. Yeah, right? Wouldn't you? Like, <clears throat> it's almost like you just want to watch it. Yeah, because that's, that's a crazy way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's pretty unique in the sense that it hasn't happened since the last time it happened. Dinosaurs. Yeah. Uh, P.S. Everyone needs to go watch or Don't Look Up on Netflix to know what we're talking about. Yeah, go check it out. It, Essentially, the world's getting hit by a comet. Yeah, Asteroid. It's, it's actually funny because we, we didn't know that movie was coming out. We did, and we were talking about climate change and stuff. And it's kind of like uh, climate change feels... Did you ever see Austin Powers? Yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah, they shag. Uh, that's not what he said. But, uh, <laughs> I just want you to shag me, okay? Get it. Get it, get it, get it. Rated R. Get it, get it, get Rated it. Rated it. Rated it. Anyway. Okay, where are you uh, going? Climate change. There's a scene in Austin Powers, the first Austin Powers, where there's like this, there's this um, long hallway. And this guard is like screaming, like ah! And slowly, a a steamroller is like is coming towards him down this very long hallway, and he <laughs> he has all the ample time in the world to get out of the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he doesn't, and it just ends up getting smushed and and becomes a flattened piece of carbon human. And uh, yeah, that's kind of what. Kind of what that movie's about. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what it feels like in general. It's like we don't know it's we like have this problem. Here, it's coming in. Yeah, but we just we're just more or less screaming like no, instead of just moving out of the way and solving the problem. <laughs> I just posted on Instagram. Sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, listeners, this is what happens. No, I got you. It's okay. Anyone who's watching it on Instagram is literally going to see you in your glory talking about Austin Powers. I dressed up as Austin Powers on our senior night in high school. Yeah, baby. They had all these costumes I dressed up as Austin. Is that where you had, like, the yellow glasses? Didn't you have yellow glasses? No, that was your college. Yeah, you did. You had, like, college... I don't know. I saw photos. That was from... I can actually tell you exactly. My memory is very, very, very good, very baby. Good, baby. <laughs> uh, you, you, all right. My memory is like this: if you told me to pick up three things from the grocery store, and then as I was leaving, you told me a fourth thing, I will not remember the fourth exactly. thing. Exactly, and it's the most imperative thing, like milk. Yeah. Right. Or eggs. Exactly. <laughs> But, and, like, the meal cannot come together without the bag of salad, you, and he'll forget it. Right. I will forget that if you tell me too many things to go get a thing. Thing, 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 thing. But. But if you're like, oh, man, I really love Juicy Lucy. I'm like, oh, yeah, the first time we had a Juicy Lucy was five years ago at Matt's when we had You were going to be this old man at the nursing home, like, a million years in the future, and you'd be like, this one time. Not going to be a nursing home. I can remember long-term events. Oh, you remember everything. And items. Yeah. Yeah. I remember a lot of weird things. 
no, but you're really good at, like, I never remember these things. And you'll be like, don't you remember this one time? No, I don't. Yeah, I remember all those things. Are you like, remember you were wearing the red dress? Yeah. And I'm like, nope. Yeah. Because, uh, it, it's like little snapshots in my brain. Because you're really present. You're a really present human being. Yeah. This is what I love about you. It's like, you're so present. Capricorn with the Taurus moon. It just means you're very earthy. You're a very earth human being. <laughs> you're here. Like, you're really in it. You're not somewhere else. You're, like, really, really in the moment with people. I think that's why you like being one-on-one -on -one and also the stage man. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Also, I mean, it's very telling. Like, people are very telling uh, when you're right next to somebody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think through text and through email and stuff, it can be so cold. Mm -hmm. And it can just be so fake. Yeah. Um, where when you're talking with somebody, it's a lot harder to fake it. To fake it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or that just you cracks. Cracks come through and you say, Okay, I understand what kind of person you really are or not. Mm hmm yeah. All negotiations I also have like done in person. I would love <laughs> and hate that. Like, that's scary, too, though. Really? you can mess up, right? But I think... I also... What would you I love? You really were saying like you're going to love something. I think it's very something. interesting. Social. I think social interactions is very interesting. And I like to learn from other people who who talk about that. It's kind of like a big game of poker. Right? Yeah, it's you're like playing like, a game within the game. Yeah. You like the guy. The spy guy. Yeah. Chris Voss. Chris Voss. Chris Voss. Go buy Masterclass. spy. No, he was an oh. FBI negotiator. Oh, yeah, interrogator. No, negotiator. Oh. So, mm. like, hostage situations, he would have to call and talk to the, negotiate with the terrorists or the bank robber or whoever has held people uh, captive and stuff. And he would talk them off the ledge, essentially, so then they give up the hostages and go to jail or whatever. Very cool. I bet that was you in a previous life. Maybe. I do think so. Oh, that'd be stressful. Oh, it'd be fucking horrible. Yeah. Because you're always thinking, what are they thinking? Yeah, and then, but it's like so many psychological tricks. Mm -hmm. I think why I like this so much is because I'm concerned about being having those tricks used on me. Exactly. That's why you go hard into it. Yeah, and then I go hard into it because I don't want so. Like, a good example of this is when we... I know you didn't feel the same way, but I felt it. What? When we went and got a new car. And we were shopping oh, for God. cars. Yeah. And the sales guy... We were vibing with one sales guy. He was a new guy, granted. But that's cool. Like, that's good. New guy will help You're like, like, yes, fresh meat. No, not <laughs> even that. Not even that at all. Because there's no real room for negotiations. But, like, um, when... We started sitting down to talk about numbers, then he called in other people, and then we started getting, like, swarmed. Yep. And I didn't like that. Because he wanted the big guys to get into the room then. Yeah, and I didn't like that, um, because we're working with somebody, and, you know, we're genuine, and we're vibing. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, you got this other energy of sleazy salespeople coming in. Like, you're not leaving here until blah, 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 blah. You're not and leaving it's here like today we, without it's a car. It's like, we actually like, just dude. test drove it, yeah. I'm like, dude. Chill. Come on. Yeah. Like, don't say that to me. Yuck. 
yuck, 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 yuck. Yeah, I felt your energy completely leave oh the room God. at that moment. I, mean, I was hungry and I started getting hangry, which is another thing. Bring snacks. Bring snacks. I'm like a child. <laughs> I'm a baby. I you need are. snacks. You just need to be fed. I just need to be fed. Bring a granola bar for crying out loud. Yes, exactly. But they're like, and yeah. touch. They're like, you oh, need you're touch. not leaving here today without a car. But like, yeah, I know. I drove here in a car. If <laughs> I told him. And he looked at me like all weird. I'm like, dude, stop. Because they're not used to that. Yeah, and they're like, so then they started to do the trick. Now, I don't know if any of you sales friendly people or people that are not in sales, they do this thing where they, you start doing a trailing yes. So they ask you questions that always have an answer to yes. Yes. Yeah, so so then you're more likely mind. to subconsciously say yes by the end of it. Right. Fuck off. Fuck off with that bullshit. Don't throw that at me. I do not like that. I do not like to be manipulated. And Drew doesn't like it because I love sales and I love when people are like, so da 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 yeah, yeah, da 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 And I'm over no. here like, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh, like yeah, yeah. And I'm giving them all the energy and Drew's mm-hmm. stewing and freaking the fuck out. I'm getting pissed because they're like, what they're she's doing. on board and he's not and I could care less. I'm like, we just need a car for our baby on the way. Because we were very pregnant at the time. And yeah, I'm like, we it. need a vehicle. A bigger vehicle. I don't want to be manipulated. That's what it comes <laughs> down to. It's like, the guy, the secondary guy came in and started doing all these, like, Jedi mind tricks. I'm like, I know your tricks. Uh-huh. Don't play tricks on me. But we weren't going to buy that car anyways. We could have. No. I, I mean, we liked it. But... No, but we love our vehicle that we have now. Yeah, but we didn't. If we would have just bought that car, we would never would fund the vehicle. That car that was like seven like. or eight grand more than the one that's out there right now, and the one that exactly. we have is way better. Exactly. Double sunroofs. Blah blah blah. It doesn't matter what system. it is. But, but if they wouldn't have tried to do the Jedi mind tricks, there's a good chance we would have probably just gone for that car because mm-hmm. we're like sick of looking. But we would have gotten rid like, of the Jeep then too. That was part of the negotiations. Exactly. But what you're getting at is like the, at is, the fuckery. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That is why I enjoy learning from people like Chris Voss or whoever, mm-hmm. and just like this social, like learning social cues, learning how like people use language to subconsciously make you de- decide things that you might not even know you're deciding. So you can be aware of it. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily like to use that on people. I don't, in fact, because if they know about it, then it's very offensive. I yeah. find it, it's very offensive. Right. And it's very aggressive, and then you have to be very careful. That's that why it's like sometimes with like the coaching industry too. Like you'll Coaches learn. Coaches for sure. Oh, a hundred percent. Oh yeah. But that's why I'm not attracted to the Gary Vee method. Mm-hmm. I think the whole mm-hmm. like go for no, go for no, go yeah. for no. I think can be really traumatizing yeah. to the human who's behind the scenes like, Gary Vee told me to go for no. And it's yeah. like, that also is a hit to your nervous system. And that's that's the last thing you want as an entrepreneur is to be all like, I'm stressed, I'm freaking out, right. my body isn't with me, and I, my mind is going a million miles an hour. Like, that's mm-hmm. not a healthy place to be, especially for women. So I don't resonate with that. Sure. You know? I think, like, overall, I mean, you and I have a little bit different feelings on Gary Vee, but yeah. I don't mind him. I think he... I think he means well. I think like the, the underlining idea of like go of just go, do what you want to do, fuck the haters, I get it. grind it, blah 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 blah. Yeah. Sure. I mean, he can be a little extra, but that's why he is who he is. And again, 
you're probably not at target market. No, not at all. Right? No. And I've tried to get behind his message before, yeah. especially in network marketing, but right. it was just like, I can't, it's, it doesn't, it just doesn't feel genuine. And that's the right. thing. You got to follow your own path. Exactly. Take little nuggets from the people that are on your path yes. in front of you. Yes. And you're like, oh, I like the way they do it. Yes. Make it your own, but yep. like make it your own. Yep. Don't emulate it. Don't be the next Gary Vee. I mean, I invested in a coach who literally said, she's like, I am the female version of Gary Vee. This was a couple years ago. And that was her whole thing. She would be on social media sharing, I'm the female version of Gary Vee, the female version. Yeah. There needs to be a female version. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that, that makes sense. And I invested in her and I was just like, I mean, I learned a lot from being there. Learned some good things, but... It didn't catapult my business to where it was promised or where I should have been at the end of it. It was just like, I learned a thing or two. Sure. And ultimately went on, invested in other people. Right. But that also might have, like, just, that might have been one of the things that added to your palette of why you were successful in the past. Like, you just never really know. Right. You just try to learn from other people. But. Yeah. You got it. Learn it know, and then like, go and implement you know, it. Gary Vee's got a machine working for him. I mean, he literally has a media company. Right. So that's a huge, that's a way different It was beast. so funny when he was on Rogan, though, and Rogan was like, all right. What are you on, man? So what are you on? <laughs> Fuck you on. You sure you're not See, on I'm something? Not any, I'm not anything. Yeah, he's like, like yeah, he looked like he was on Adderall and some yeah, shit. Even Ritalin, there, he was like tweaking, like wanting to touch coffee, his cell phone. coffee. Yeah. I mean, he might just be a very hyperactive human. But it's like, if you're going to invest in that method, it's like, you are literally calibrating your energy to that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Pick your like mentors I, wisely. I like how um, I like that you can also be real with people too, from time to time. You'll swear in front of kids and stuff, which I, I'm not a big fan of. Oh shit! I gotta not swear on the but podcast then, because we have a kid. No, in front of kids. No, okay. Of, like okay. he goes talking to like children in school, and parents get mad at him because he's like drops the f bomb or something like mm -hmm. that. And he's like, well, this is how I talk. And, I am who I am. Hey, like, little right, Jimmy, cool. fucking get your shit together. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy, why are you selling baseball cards at you, dumb fuck? Yeah. No. Why aren't you going to garage sales every day, you dumb fuck? Yeah. This mom's right, like, Jimmy, call, call Jimmy, don't. You'd be like, why aren't you going to fucking garage sales yet? Or something like yeah. that, right? And, um, but I like the idea. I like the idea of the, the idea that, like, be resourceful. That's essentially what he's coming back to. Like, be it's resourceful. very masculine. All of it is very masculine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. fine. I get it. But it's fine. It's, I like that. I like the Hustle, idea of like push. be resourceful. Like, if you want to make a thousand dollars, think of outside the box ways of doing it. Yeah, you want to be you want to invest in a coach or a program. Think of the shit that you can get rid of in your house. Right. It's a very real thing. It Facebook Marketplace. Thing. People go, come and pay you in shit. the moment. Yeah. I did that. My first coach that I was literally just talking about, the female version of Gary Vee. I was selling our wedding stuff because I wanted yeah. to be in her two grand program so bad. And yeah, I sold a whole bunch of shit, a whole bunch of wedding things. Because I'm go. like, Drew, I want to do this. He's like, find a way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You literally were Sorry. like, great, find a way. Yeah, I don't know. This is li literally the first time I invested in a coach. Remember we were in apartment townhouse. over there? Yeah. yeah, townhouse. You're like, cool. Um, how are you going to do this? Yeah. You're like, I'm bored. I'll do it. We can do it. 
But you're gonna. What are you gonna do? How are you gonna get make the money? Right. So I literally sold a bunch of shit from our garage. And that's just it. It's like in those moments, though, you're like, I want it so bad. I'm willing to go Facebook Marketplace or sell some shit to a neighbor or help a family member and make money somehow. Yeah, make some side cash. So I'm like, go do a survey. Do something. Yeah, do something. To prove it. Yeah. Cause There's like, nothing wrong with that either. No, I think you take one People foot need, forward and like the universe also that. meets you in another step. Totally. Like, you want stuff to happen, you gotta take one foot forward. Uh, Not sit back and be like, I really want to be in this program, yes. but the money isn't there, so if the universe just magically puts it in my bank account, has never fucking happened. That's the second thing about this earth. Spiritual bypassing. <laughs> it's not just creation, it's action. Yeah. Action is a part of creation. Yeah. So you need to take action on whatever you do. You can manifest and you can uh, meditate on things. Yeah. On, you can pull anything in from the quantum field. Yes. But you also have to be moving towards it. It is disrespectful to mm -hmm. your meditation and to your manifestation to not take physical action on what you are mm -hmm. thinking about. Because it's literally waiting on the opposite polarized yeah. area of to which it is. Mm -hmm. And the equation in this world, in this earth, in this being a human is action. You mm -hmm. have to take action and you have to make, you have to create something. Mm -hmm. And that is how you get whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's fucking weird. I don't know who created it. I didn't make the rules. I think this is Don't just get mad at me. one planet of so many that exists yeah. and lifetimes that exist. Right. We're just learning it as humans on this one. Could be. Don't you think? Don't you think Could sometimes be. like the soul is entertaining the human? Uh, yeah. It's like Could the be. human's like -do 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 down here on earth and the soul's like go left, go right, go forward. Do -do 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 -do. Like kind of like the game. Yeah, it's it's a very strange... Like, what's up with the, de the deja vu that we've been yeah, having lately? That's a whole other podcast. Yes, it is. I agree. Okay, so we yes. are going to end it here. And we are going to go do our New Year's resolutions. Yes, we are. Pull some tarot cards. <laughs> I'm going to. You're going to pull some tarot cards. You're going to. I'm going to categorize my categorize. life. Categorize. He's such a Capricorn. Like my life, such and a look Capricorn. at the things. To a T. Actually, you know what we did last year, which was really cool. Hmm. Quick before we wrap this up. Mm -hmm. What I really loved last year is we looked back at everything positive. Yeah, I did like that too. From the previous year. Right. Like and to do stock. to yeah, take stock and mm -hmm. do that first. Yeah. Before you go and say, I need to change this about myself. Or I want to have blah, blah, or blah. Or I want to do blah, 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 blah. Cha, cha, cha. Exactly. <laughs> I think it's really cool to take a second and look at everything that you did do and appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And having it, like, on a list. Having it on a list. I keep saying like. Sorry, everybody. Putting it on a list and seeing it like that in, in, in one spot is really cool. It is. And it makes you feel so much gratitude for right. where you currently are. Right. Instead of this, like, uh, where I feel like society programs all of us to be like, what are you going to put on your list? What are you going to do? And do rah, next? rah, rah. And it's what like, are you hey, doing but now? What can are you, you look, like, take a breath and look around mm -hmm. and have tremendous gratitude for where you are today 
and all the things that have happened in your life. I mean, even today I was just telling Drew, I was making breakfast for us and I'm just like, babe, I feel so good. Like, I just feel so good with where we are. There's no need to be somewhere else. There's no pressure of like, why aren't we here? Why aren't we there? And it's just like, I, I love my home. I love my family. I love my life. I love my breakfast. I love the hot sauce. I like <laughs> the smallest things, right? Um, and just looking around and being like, you know what? This moment, if I could share this moment, this like visualization of where my life is right now with myself like in college and to be like, hey, look at look at your incredible life, the home that you live in, the life that you have, the love that you have, you know, your child that you created, right? Your dog, like our sweet dog is right next to us right now as we're doing this podcast, but Sydney, it's just, our amazing yeah, our family. cat, yeah, yeah. who's no longer with us, but she's so here she's in here. spirit, like I seriously felt right. her when I took a nap downstairs today, oh my gosh, she was in that room, yeah. but you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. your life is amazing as it is right now. And anything else is like a cherry on top, whipped cream on top. Like, your life is amazing yeah. that you have right now. Just look around and have gratitude for it. Yes. And decide, like, the things that you're wanting to do this next level, why are you deciding to do it? What it, like, how is it going to fulfill you? How is it going to make you feel I mean it's just god damn this life is so good you know like I there's some times where I'll like take a bath and I'm just sitting back and I'm like I seriously have the best life <laughs> like I could have lived a million lifetimes before this one but this one's my favorite so yeah I agree our house so do that. our house smells so good so right do now that. I'm so happy you so went and got fire people. because it smells delicious in here so people do that Mm. Take stock on what the past year has been. Take a moment to do that because it will help calibrate and focus you in for the next year. And if you've never been to Minnesota in the winter, it smells delicious here with the fire going. Real fire in the fireplace. It does. Isn't it a great smell? It is. So that is it for this New Year's episode. Thank you for joining us. And we'll see you in 2022. We'll see you in the following year. Get and, naked. Uh, <laughs> we will come up with a part two, but we're going to we get will. weird. We're going to get weird on our part two. Maybe when we have a babysitter. Yeah. We could I do that in do our it for, hotel room. It's episode 69. It's going to get weird. Smell how good that is. It smells. If we had smell of vision right now, smell of pod. You would not want to smell it my It smells breath. so good in here. It does. You guys, there's something about fire, like fire in a fireplace during a freezing cold uh, winter night. And we have the window cracked open. Yeah. It is the best smell on this motherfucking planet. It is. It's so good. All you Midwest people know what's up. Oh what, my know gosh. what we're talking about. And Canadians. Mmm. There's the. I don't know how to explain it. I know. It's so, it's like cherry, there's a oaky. There's like a legit bite in the air from being so cold. Yeah. But then there's the smoky, yeah, sweet, smoky. It's so you know, amazing. Smell with that bite yeah. of cold. It's just, yeah, there's nothing else like it. Nothing else like it. There isn't. It's like it's the, the smell freshest, of Christmas. Yeah, it's the smell of Christmas. It's the smell of just the freshest air you've ever smelt and, um, 
What's so beautiful about Minnesota, too, like, I know we're signing off, and this is literally a Minnesota goodbye happening right now. Fuck yeah, it is. (laughs) Longest goodbyes ever. But, like, there, okay, there's these, you can, okay, so, like, in our neighborhood, you could go walking tonight and, like, get bundled up and walk through, and you would smell this smell because people are burning fire in their fireplaces, and it smells so good, and it just... I don't know. It's when the air is so cold like this, what Drew was saying. Like, when the air is crisp and freezing cold outside. snap to it. It's just weird. And then you have this wood burning. Like, yeah, Midwesterns, you know. You know this smell. Canadians, you know. Yeah, you know. Oh, it's just delicious. I wish I could bundle it and send it to you. Okay, so we're signing off. Happy New Year's. Let's all get naked and have fun in 2022 and do the damn thing and not get Oh, am I going to go in the snow now? Yeah. Are you going to? I'll video you. Yeah, you will. Drew's got the cutest bl- butt. If, it's going to be I mean, I'm sure though. you've all seen if you've been front row with me at his concerts, but he's got a cute it's butt. So very hairy. Look at Leo. He's like, I'm ashamed of my parents. Yes. The debauchery. I'm too good for this. Okay. Yes, yes. All right. We're signing off. Any any last words, Mr. Barbus? See you on episode 69. Yeah, he'll come back on 69, so you don't have to wait all that long, but we'll see you again soon. Bye. Bye.